0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Now, we just did the podcast with Emma. Uh, I call her Emma because that's what the kids call her. They
1: call her Ema. Ema, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're still, it was a short podcast, so we wanted to do another podcast and kind of answer some of you guys' questions. We've been seeing your DMs, we've been seeing your comments, your emails and all this, asking about Gia's dog, Lola. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't know, Lola was a dog that uh, I got Gia. She wanted this small mini dog. It was a mini what?
1: Um, Pomeranian. Mini
0: Pomeranian. A micro.
1: Micro Pomeranian. She was a micro Pomeranian. She was never to exceed two pounds.
0: Two pounds. Small, small dog. Uh, Gia wanted this dog. I didn't think Gia should have the dog because we move and we do so much, but Gia really wanted this dog so I wanted to surprise her. The
1: dog was the type of dog that would have to be with you. 24 hours a day. She was so tiny that literally if she jumped off the bed, it would be the equivalent of jumping off a two-story building right. for her. So, Very tiny dog. Yes, yeah, so she needed constant care and love and nurturing and whatnot, you couldn't leave her alone. Sure. And we had a lot of conversations about whether I should have that type of dog because we have five kids. And to add another living being that you know we'd have to maintain constantly, he was concerned that there wasn't enough time in the day for it.
0: Right, so I did my homework uh, and I, I called so many different, uh, I don't wanna call them puppy mills, but places that have they puppies. They definitely
1: weren't puppy mills. What are
0: they called, just places that have puppies? Breeders. Breeders, there you go, mm-hmm. perfect puppy breeders. Puppy mills are
1: bad. Right.
0: That's Very I mean. bad. Puppy breeders. Um, and I called, I asked questions. I spoke to people that actually purchased dogs from uh, the breeder and I found the dog and this dog came from, I don't even remember. Where did it come from? Korea. Korea. Mm-hmm. The dog came from Korea. So I'm just going to tell you guys and be transparent. I paid over $10,000 for the dog. Uh, not only did I pay over $10,000 for the dog, I also had to pay for a nanny to bring the dog from Korea to here, uh, and really teach us how to—I don't want to say maintain the care dog, care
1: for the dog, but
0: to care for the dog
1: because she had special, special, special needs, right? Special needs.
0: So not only did I buy the dog and pay for the nanny, I also bought every dog carrier that existed. <laughs> <laughs> From he Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Gucci, MGM. MCM. MCM, whatever it was. <laughs>
1: MGM. Uh, no, MGM is in Disney.
0: MGM is in Vegas.
1: MGM Grand.
0: Oh. They're both. There's, I don't know. But anyway, all of them. I bought a if it was a Disney dog carry, I bought that too. Um and the dog was part of the family. Uh surprise gear with the dog, and the dog was just so happy. I mean, we've had the dog for a couple of months. The dog was, I mean, it would run around the house. I mean, and the dog was like a little firecracker. The dog, you put the dog on the floor and the dog would be like, when I say going, like, <makes noise> like the kids love the dog. Um, and he was, the dog was part of the family. I mean, Brooklyn would play with the dog. The dog would play with Brooklyn. Uh, the dog would actually jump on the couch. Like, the dog just had so much but spunk. But couldn't jump
1: off the couch. Yeah, couldn't
0: jump off the couch. <laughs> had so much spunk and so much energy. Very, very great dog. Um, one day, Gia was here in the house and-
1: She started wheezing. She started wheezing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was really concerned. So I took her to the veterinarian. The veterinarian did all the exams and said that she was fine. But I wasn't convinced that she was fine. So I left there. I came home, thought about it, and then took her to the puppy hospital, Mm -hmm. the animal hospital. And they did x-rays and tons of tests and whatnot. And they said that she was fine. And I kept telling them, I know that she is not fine. She's wheezing and she was looking lethargic the spunky dog that Rashawn was just describing to you guys that where you put her down i mean as soon as she hit the ground she would just take off it was like you know what it was like um it reminds me of um uh you remember when you were like in elementary school and and you uh, it was a basketball drill, like where you run, mm-hmm. you touch the floor, and then you run back, you touch the floor, you run, you touch the floor. What was that cool? Was that cool? Called? Called? That, that basketball suicide. drill. Suicides. Mm-hmm. It's like Lola was doing suicides. She would run, hit one spot, run back, hit one spot, run back. And she was so spunky. And then that day, she was just so lethargic. Mm-hmm. Um, you put her down, and she just kind of moseyed around. And I'm like, this is not my dog. There's something wrong with her. But like I said, they ran all the tests. They did the x-rays, nothing in her lungs, nothing in her kidneys. There was no explanation for it. And then the next few days, she kind of went in and out of that state of being. Um, We'd put her down. She'd have a little bit more energy. And I'm like, okay, maybe she was just sick. Maybe she had a little illness or, you know, something they couldn't pinpoint. Um, And then the next day she'd be lethargic again. It was kind of like a seesaw. Um, And then my girlfriend's birthday came around. And we spent the day in the city. And I got a hotel. And we spent the night.
0: Now, I was home with the dog. And I had the dog. Uh, and when I had the dog, the dog was fine. Put the dog down, didn't, didn't have any problems. Um, dog was actually great. Not a problem at all. Uh, Gia went to the city with her friends. They took an Uber out there because they were drinking. They had a good time. So I told Madison was upstairs and Madison and actually, Emma you know, was like watching the dog. I said, I'll be back in an hour. Just keep an eye on the dog. So with the dog, um, what we would do is we bought like a kid's cage. You know, like the kitty gate, so the dog could be in the kitty gate, be by itself and be cool, have no problems, had his little doggy toys, cool. Um, so I said, all right, left the dog in the cage, dog was fine. It's like, all right, I'm going to run and go get gear. So I got in the car, leaving to go get gear. I would say maybe as soon as I got to Manhattan, which is about a 35-minute drive, we got a call from Madison and said that the... um the dog doesn't look right. The dog is 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 not running around. You know, when, when people come in the bedroom, the dog jumps up, wants to play. Madison said the dog's just laying there. So they picked up the so they picked up the dog and tried to run jet to the veter, veterinarian. This was a Sunday, so the vet that's close to our house was closed. So they had to go to a vet that was a little further away. It was about a 25-minute drive. Uh when they left the vet, because it was closed. Emma said the dog had passed. She said the dog's not breathing. The dog's tongue was sticking out of his mouth. Uh, no heart rate. No nothing. The dog passed. Um, and Gia lost it. I mean, this was, it was tough. It was tough. I mean, Gear was down. She couldn't celebrate the, I mean, her and her friends were going to a, a brunch. They couldn't go to the brunch. I had to pick Gear up. We came back home. Uh, Gia was just in, in full, I mean, Gia loved the dog. I never seen Gia like that. Never. Like she was depressed, she was distraught. Um She wanted to know if the if the dog passed away in somebody's arms because somebody loved the dog. I'm not laughing, but Gia was really like into the dog. Are looking at me babe. So the dog uh passed. Um, and the kids don't even know. We didn't tell the kids that the dog passed. We just said the dog went to a a doggy hotel and it's at the doggy hotel. Um, And that was it. You know, we took the dog to the the veterinarian uh, and the vet wanted to... Do do, like a puppy autopsy. Yeah, do like a puppy autopsy to see what happened with the dog and to see, you know, what what went wrong and, and all that. Um, but it was just at that time, it was just too much on gear to, to keep bringing the dog and talking to the dog. And it was just a lot. So yeah, we, um, we lost little Lola. So that's what happened to Lola for everybody to ask. And that's kind of just like a thing we just don't talk about. We don't mention. So when people ask, yeah. we just don't talk about it, especially the kids always ask about Lola. Like, where's Lola? Where's Lola? So we just that's don't the reason
1: why it. we haven't mentioned it. And today wasn't really a good time to bring it up either. It's like too much today mm-hmm. to think about that and to think about Irma leaving and everything. I'm trying very hard to hold it together. I think I held it together for the last podcast with Irma. And then we had a little emotional session before we re-upped again to tape this podcast. So...
0: Yeah, so that that is the Lola story, so...
1: Right. So, um, actually... Yesterday, Madison asked me if we're thinking about getting another dog.
0: hmm What do you think? No.
1: That was quick and easy.
0: Um, I just think um, before we do that, I think we need to settle in our new home.
1: I'm talking about once we settle in. What do you think? Um, No. <laughs>
0: No. Okay. And the reason being I just think we move too much. We don't have another nanny.
1: Well a dog period. I'm not talking about a dog that needs as much nurturing as a micro. Oh yeah.
0: I mean if, dog. If, yeah, I would love to get another dog. I mean we have Chuck outside and
1: Yeah, but Chuck isn't my pet.
0: No. He's not Chuck, Chuck is, is not my pet. Chuck Chuck is I barely pet.
1: say hello to that dog.
0: Yeah, and, and now I understand why he don't really fuck with you like that. But
1: um <laughs> that wasn't nice.
0: Today we go outside, right? And, and Chuck is a dog, he can hear fine. <laughs> He doesn't. He, he can hear fine. His hearing is fine. So when you call Chuck, Chuck come here. Chuck comes. Chuck sit. Chuck. Here, Chuck has a ball. Chuck. Chuck done. Take his ball. Throw it. This is gear. Chuck.
1: Chuck come here! Okay. First of all, that is a, a gross exaggeration. Like, I said
0: what? Are you yelling at him like that? That's, I wouldn't want to come to you either. Why the fuck are you yelling at him like that? That is. That, you didn't that yell at Chuck, Chuck
1: today. I, I did. People, I did not sound like that. I called him sternly. But look, I definitely didn't yell at him.
0: Dog didn't do nothing. Dog was chilling. Chuck Clare.
1: I was like... Oh. "You, The look on your face looks like I hate... I don't hate the dog. I just don't mess with him. Yeah. And the reason why I don't mess with him is because we didn't raise him from a puppy. And he's legitimately trained to kill. I just don't trust that dog. Yeah. I don't... I don't trust him. Like, I would never put my hand near his mouth. It's just a me thing. Like, I don't... He's not a pet. He's here for a purpose. You and Eric... Love the dog. The rest of us
0: don't really mess with him like that. I wrestle with the dog. I get on the floor, he knocks me over, I knock him over. I take the ball from his mouth, I grab him by his face, I hold his his nose closed, I open the back, he jumps in the truck with me, like that's that's my home.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think you value your life as much as I value
0: mine. Chuck has I mean, Chuck has never did anything to scare me. You know, so he's you know he's 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 my boy.
1: So my point is that we don't have a pet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So do you but, think that once we settle in to the new house, do you think that no? You just said maybe. I Did I mishear it, you?
0: But I'm thinking about it because that pet becomes my my other dog, and I don't want to, I don't want another dog. See, I like Chuck. You don't want
1: another. You definitely don't want another. I dog. do, but not because the dog I could that have sworn that I heard you say I do recently mm-hmm. that it'd be nice to have another dog that the kids can call their own.
0: Right, I You then, talk out of
1: two different no, sides of your mouth. But
0: then I'm thinking about it, and that's going to be my dog. And the problem with, see, the, thing, the good thing with Chuck, I can let Chuck outside. Chuck will go in the woods. He'll pee. He'll poop. Come back. Good money. This dog, I'm going to have to walk. And in the summertime, it's not a problem. But now when it's cold and when it's snowing outside, nobody's going to want to take this dog out but Dad. And that's the problem is, is Dad's not going to want to take the dog out. I am used to opening the door, let Chuck run, let Chuck run back. I like that.
1: I like that. I, mean, I like that too. I don't, I, I don't want to walk a dog.
0: Okay, so that's Lola that's,
1: just had a little pee pee pad. Pee pee pad. Right. She knew how to go on it and then that's fine. Get off of it. You know, even
0: if we get a dog, and we train it like that. That's cool, but What
1: about another little dog? Oh. Um,
0: not a micro, but a little dog I'm not mad at.
1: Like a teacup.
0: A little bigger than a teacup.
1: Why bigger than a teacup? Teacups can jump off the bed. Cuz our kids Teacups are, can be left alone. Our kids are rough no i think they'd be fine with a teacup a micro is like you know those are like Hmm.
0: special i don't know we could talk about it i don't know we gotta see the dog well
1: you guys weigh in and let us know what you think if you have any recommendations um we were in between when i was telling Rashawn that i wanted a dog he actually got uh lola for me for my birthday um we were between a micro Pomeranian and a, who's the other little cute dog that know. we couldn't decide. I don't know. A little cute.
0: Oh. I was just gonna say teacup Yorkie, but I can't remember. No,
1: no, 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 no. Um, it wasn't a Bichon, a Maltese. Oh. It was between a micro Palm and a micro Maltese. So. Mm-hmm.
0: But we'll see. We'll, we'll talk it. about them all. And right. So w- weigh in
1: if you guys you know have little dogs and you have any advice or any suggestions. I'm open to hearing. All right. All
0: Well, now um, let's talk. Let me about put that s- all out
1: of my head now. Let me spruce up. Okay.
0: Now let's talk about something I want to talk about. Okay. Let's talk about sex, drugs, and alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. What? What do you really want to talk about? So, Tony Braxton and Mercedes said this to me, well, not really. She didn't say it to me, but I read it from Tony Braxton, but Ben says she agrees. So Tony Braxton just put a post and said, she wished when she was younger she had more sex, did more drugs, and drank alcohol. Matter of fact, let me read it so I'm not quoting her wrong. Are you serious? And then when I said it out loud, you know what Ben said? What? Facts. <laughs> right? Is
1: that right, Benz? Benz, while well, he's looking it up, Hello, don't don't pretend like I'm not calling your name. (laughs) You wish that you had more sex, did more drugs and drank more alcohol.
0: She said uh, now Tony Braxton said she should have had more sex at a younger age and also party more.
1: Okay, where's the drugs (laughs) and alcohol? Did I make that up? I think you made that up.
0: I didn't make that up. Okay, so she that said. That is terrible. I'm gonna read it. I'm I, she need, said, I
1: need you to explicitly listen, listen. retract what I, I you retract just said.
0: I, I read it wrong. I she said says, drugs.
1: Ben's. Ben's like, "I don't <laughs> do drugs, bitch." She said.
0: <laughs> she said during the conversation, she expressed that sex is something she wishes would have happened more often at a younger age. She said, "I regret not having more sex when I was younger. I should have drank more. I should have partied more and smoked more. That's drugs." So I, I did hear it right. Read it right right well I did read it right and then she said I think my religious upbringing stopped me doing a lot of those things I should have done it's not a good look at the age I am now the way it works is if you do that stuff in your 20s and 30s and then in your 40s you've earned enough to pay for your therapy so let me ask uh, you cause Ben's felt like she she should have had more sex and drank more and, and had did drugs so let me ask you do you think you should have had more sex in, in when you were young
1: Well, I've only had sex with you, and we had a lot of sex. So I don't think the (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think the amount of sex.
0: What about drink? Do you think you should have drank more when you were a little younger, or even smoked when you were younger?
1: Well, I never smoked when I was younger. I've only smoked weed twice in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an edible once, and if you guys. Heard that podcast, you know how that ended, and you know why I would never do that again. Um, but I think the first time I smoked weed, I was 36, mm, 35.
0: Wait. Yeah, you're way older than me, Go ahead. 35,
1: 36, or something like that. Um, so let's start with sex. Do I wish that I had more sexual partners? Okay, yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. I like. For me, um, in my reality, and this isn't going to be relatable to most of our watchers mm-hmm. but or our listeners, but for me, I love the fact that I've only been with you. I love um, that, too. It's special to me. It's special to me. Um, I love that, too. I'm not falling for whatever it is that no, you're no, trying just to set it, I'm up for. I'm not yeah. Up I'm not falling for that. I'm not setting up anything. Okay. I'm just saying that. it does. I know by now. They know by now. We all know what that was. If you have something to say, just say it. Don't try to drag me into your cahoots. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like that. <laughs> I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I remember, I don't, mm, yeah, I think I might've mentioned this to you before. But I remember being in college and mm-hmm. being about 19 mm-hmm. and my mom driving down to Virginia to come and visit me. And she stayed in our apartment. And she said to me, she's like, yeah, you know, we've never talked about.
0: The you, birds and the bees. You know,
1: No, not the birds and the bees. But she said, you know, we've never talked about, you know, you and Rashawn. And I'm like, I knew what she was getting at. And she said, um, so, you know, do you think that you guys are going to get married? And I said, yeah, honey, I mean, that's our plan. You know, we graduate, we spend a year or two outside of college, and then, you know, we'll get married. That's that's what we have in mind. She was like, mm-hmm. She said... So I'm assuming he's the only person you've ever been with.
0: Your mom is right? a little freak. Your mom is kinky, man. I said, you find out normal freaky.
1: I said, yeah. He's the only person I've ever been with. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like, you don't think that maybe, you know, you might want to try out someone else before you get married? And I was like, for what? <laughs> Why would I want to do that? And she's like, you know. Like you could think that everything is great, but basically I wouldn't have a measuring stick. Like you don't know how great or how mediocre or how terrible something is unless you have something to compare it against. I got against, a question to but at Unless you have something to compare it against. And I remember responding to her by saying, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Correct. So I'm happy. I'm satisfied. There's nothing else. Now, if I was unhappy... Um, and you know what, And for me, I guess it wasn't even about sex because we've talked about mm-hmm. sex and you know our sexual journey, right? Um, so, you know, it wasn't always amazing, right? Um, for me, it was more about the fact that I loved you mm-hmm. and I was in love with you. And for me, that gave me everything that I needed. Um, so, no, I, for the first part of your question, I don't feel as though... I missed out by not being with anybody else. Now, I'm not going to lie. The truth is throughout our relationship, I have wondered, I have had curiosities because if I said anything other than that, like I'd be lying, right? Um, I don't wanna do that. So I've had curiosities, but it started and ended right there, just like with a simple curiosity.
0: Let me let me ask you this. These are two questions I have, so I want to go back to that for a second, right? Okay. What just, <coughs> what just dawned on me, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We teach our kids everything, right? We teach them how to tie their shoes. We teach them how to drive. We teach them how to cook. But when it comes to sex, nobody teaches us about sex. And why is that?
1: Um, you say Nobody. You like, like your mom parents? didn't say. Like your because mom didn't we, say. we we do get sex ed, so it is understood that no, not sex At ed. least teenagers need an education. No, not on sex, ed. sex But right? like like
0: your mom never said, "Hey, let me let me show you how to slob a knob." Like, <laughs> I know it's gonna sound crazy. But is <laughs> it, we teach our kids everything? Why don't we teach them that? Because how else will they learn? Teach
1: it? them the how to. You don't think that'd be weird? I but mean, we it's, talk, it's I only, talk, I talk to the kids. But about it's only
0: weird because we make ones. it weird, but we teach. And I'm not saying we do this, but I'm just, it, it just came in my mind. Like we teach our kids everything. We right. teach them how to drive. We teach them about finances. But now when they meet somebody, we don't necessarily teach them how to please their husband or please their wife. Yeah. Cause that
1: would be weird.
0: Why would it be weird? I mean. because, Cause how else, how else do they learn? How everybody else learns. How? Porns. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but. No, just kidding. But sometimes but those thoughts no, I mean, ain't true. No, but no, not Sometimes, for nothing. You, like, let's just be honest. A lot of sex is intuition. I, it didn't take me a long time to get the hang of it and to feel comfortable <laughs> and to know what I liked and to know what you liked and how to do it. And then you obviously get creative. But it took me and- a long
0: time to figure it out, like, damn near 10 years. <sighs> <laughs> but but I'm, I'm but i'm being honest like we teach our kids everything why don't people feel comfortable teaching their kids how to please their significant other
1: because it would be a very weird strained and awkward but why do we
0: make it weird because talking about sex is weird and strained and a lot of my, my parents still haven't talked to me about the birds and bees i'm still waiting for that conversation
1: i think that the real question is what makes sex so taboo
0: I mean, yeah, that's the truth. Like, I mean, if you should have a relationship, I should have a relationship with my son and be like, you know, you, you can please a woman like this.
1: <laughs> okay. So let's have a little fun with this. I'm Logan.
0: You're you. Yes. Let's go. Anybody got an orange? Anybody? I'm going to get a piece of fruit.
1: You're going to get a piece of fruit?
0: Mm-hmm. That's going to be the WAP. <laughs> No, please don't do this. No, I want to take it back. The the food is is over there on the left side, on the left side, on the left side. I mean, let's have a conversation. So, Lo, I know you've been dating this girl for the last four or five months, and, you know, six months, and you're in college now, and I'm sure that one day you're going to be talking about sex. Wait. You're talking about having this
1: conversation right before he goes to college?
0: Um, If he's dating somebody and they're serious and I know they're about to go to that next level, yeah, right?
1: College, okay.
0: Go ahead. So, you know, um, I want to make sure that you're you're good. You're Logan.
1: Good with... I know I'm Logan. Okay. Good with what, Dad? I I got to explain it
0: to you? I'm talking about a girl and you. I don't know what you're talking about. Give me that. I'm not... Don't don't throw me no damn banana, man. (laughs) Okay.
1: <laughs> Wait, put that in the camera frame. <laughs>
0: Do not give me no damn banana. All right, this is good. Do not. <laughs>
1: this is so, how you improvise.
0: <laughs> so, so low, you know, you, you know. I, Dad, I'm- it looks
1: like you have two balls in your palm. It's a little strange. Where's this conversation going?
0: All right, well, Okay. So Logan
1: am just putting the balls down now I feel a little bit better Oh so, dad you just made it worse So Logan Dad you just made it worse So now, yeah, let, let, me let
0: me tell you I'm a little scared dad You know what to do with this dad, thing? I'm scared So what you do is You know you, you gotta put a condom on You know how to put a condom on? <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'm gonna show you So you take the condom You put the condom on Right so now You gotta vagina Pause That's
1: your explanation Of how to put a condom on?
0: Yeah you <laughs> So you, wanna,
1: you want our kid To get a girl pregnant in life. <laughs>
0: You're Logan. Come on. You're Logan. Be Logan.
1: Wait, I just stepped out of being Logan. Like, that's how you teach him how to put a, a condom on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see? This is what you do. <laughs> I ain't put one on in a long time. All right. So you put the tip of the condom, right? And you just roll you it down. You squeeze out the air first. Or it'll pop. How you know all this? Last time, you had to use the condom. All right. But all right. So boom. You put the condom on. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, Dad. All right. <laughs> Right.
1: Benz, don't I sound like Logan? I'm good, right? All right, let's go.
0: All right. Put a, put a hole in that plate. Hurry up. Put a hole in the plate. Yeah, all right. Now give me that. Nope. <laughs> Can you pass it to me, please? Sorry, we have a little technical difficulty. All right, this is perfect, right? Because Madison's up there. What up, Maddie?
1: Maddie, you have to go away. You can't be here for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so boom. So Logan, right? So now you... So Logan, you see the vagina, right?
1: Wait, I don't even understand what's happening. This how, is a vagina. How did Logan? this happen?
0: Like, how do we even get into this conversation? I'm, I'm teaching you about sex. This is the vagina. I, Logan, nobody even said the S word. I'm telling you, I'm 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 explaining it to you. So I, so this is this is the vagina, right? All right. Babe... This is the, Dad, this is the why, vagina. Why are you
1: making a vagina of paper plate? A I didn't ask for any of just this. Just
0: close your eyes. and Make sure you listen. Like to you a told vagina. me to come downstairs. But you wanted to talk about cars, listen. and now
1: all of a sudden you put holes in place. Listen, this is the vagina. <laughs> can you get the penis out of my face, Dad? This is li- Dad please. Listen, like, this whoa. is the penis. I don't know. I think I need to leave. Just no. Yeah, I got to go so a couple listen. practice. No, no, stop, stop, go stop. My coach just texted me. Stop. Practice, <laughs> stop. <I
0: don't> <laughs> stop. <laughs> practice stop. was chasing. You hit me in the head with the penis, Dad.
1: Dad, you just hit me in the head. Are you watching? No, not watching. I'm not watching anything. Can can we have like a lead up so I know what the hell is really going on, here? There's a couple
0: things you have to know. Look. Sorry. Repeat after me: You have to lick it before you stick it.
1: All right, that was that 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 was my cue, Dad. <laughs> so you lick it like dad, that, right? Uh, right,
0: okay. right? Uh, then you
1: try. <laughs> I have my own dad. I don't need a, ba- a banana. Um,
0: but but got it. Thanks dad. Good. you I think got it. I'm
1: fully equipped. Got it. I, think, I think I'm good now. I think I think I'm good. I have everything I need. There you go. Thanks dad. Now. Thanks. So, either you're going to put him in a situation where he's going to get somebody pregnant or his girlfriend's going to leave him. <laughs> he's going to be single or a new dad. One of them. <laughs> and you're wondering why it's weird and taboo and awkward and strained.
0: I'm just saying that we should be able to talk to our kids about that in a, in a better way. No,
1: you, you shouldn't because that was just weird. Like, you did the. You terrible, made it you did, weird. I did what any kid would do. Like, what Like what was that? How would you really have a conversation?
0: Pass me the banana back? No
1: banana. No. No props. Just talk.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I, would, I, I would explain you want to them. me to demonstrate with the banana? No, we don't need you to. Come on. No, we don't need you. We know you know. Give me the banana!
1: Sit your ass down. <laughs> Give me that plate.
0: <laughs> but no, I mean, I think it's something that we should be able to teach him and, and talk to them about.
1: Well, I might be able to teach you something with this banana. <laughs> <laughs> You fuck is That's wrong with you
0: <laughs> what is wrong with you you
1: know what let me show you what, good, let me show what girls like
0: let's go to the email of the week now I'm not messing with you I don't even know where we started but let's go to the email of the week what's wrong with you
1: no we can't go to email of the week what you want to do we didn't even answer the other we didn't even get to the rest of the I got you flustered you don't even know what we're talking about what you all about? What now? When I want to grab the banana, then you get all squeamish.
0: But you want me to be Madison and you grab a banana? No, that's. A, I don't want to see that.
1: No, no, but you just got all squeamish. You forgot the whole topic. We're uh, talking about
0: Tony Braxton. Oh yeah, look Tony at you Braxton. trying to jump to
1: the email of the week. Tony Braxton, does that make you nervous, boo? Yes. Uh, I
0: make you nervous,
1: baby. You do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I'm just. <laughs> I'm making, I mean, I you, answer? you. I make you nervous, boo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: so um now you, you said you know what you think so, but well let me ask you okay
1: <clears throat> do you feel as though as a young man because mm-hmm. we got married <clears throat> at 22 and 23 right do you feel that in your youth in that stretch like early 20s mm-hmm. do you feel as though you missed out by not having more sex or no. sex with more people
0: uh no not at all i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm appreciative no, that's
1: not true tell true
0: uh no not at all i do feel like um <clears throat> the drinking i did a lot of drinking back then um but the sex no no Uh, uh-uh. i don't think so and the drugs i didn't do i didn't smoke or nothing like that back then Mm-hmm. I don't think I smoked until I was 30. Th- I, it, it maybe Sounds 35. about right. Uh, what? I just, you said what? Maybe 35. The, your first? Maybe th- between 30 and 35. I, I, Something I like know. that maybe, right? Yeah. <clears I just> throat> throat> like we
1: were late when it came to well mine was probably not kind of close to non-existent but
0: yeah, it's not something back. Uh, you were very
1: very late it's
0: not, it's not something i look back on life and be like damn i wish i had more sex <coughs> or, i wish i had more this or, i wish i had more that like we had a lot of sex uh with multiple partners it's not something like like damn man i wish i did this back then or i wish i did that back then i don't it's it's, it's the opposite I, I, I a lot of times i feel like damn i, I wish i met you when i was 14 and I was more of a man back then, and more of an adult back then. But I don't wish back. I don't think back to myself like, damn, I wish I had more partners, or I wish I had more sex, or I wish not at all,
1: or I wish I had, or I partied more. So, where do you think um, that came from? Is there any explanation uh, as to where that? Is there any backstory? No, I didn't
0: read it. I didn't that listen to the statement? whole interview. I just seen that statement and all the blogs <laughs> posted that statement, and I just thought it'd be a good topic because I, when I mentioned to Ben, Ben said, "Yeah, I, I, facts." So.
1: Well, let me tell you how I feel. Okay. Okay. So, I thought you
0: told me how you felt already.
1: No, I'm, I told you how I felt about me. Okay. And if I have any regrets. I was never... <clears throat> I, I partied a lot. But when I say I partied, it means I went to...
0: Went to parties. <laughs> a lot of
1: parties. Mm-hmm. I went to a lot of clubs. I enjoyed the hell out of my youth.
0: Do you know Estat is eating a mango right now that Eric got for Madison and just took the mango and didn't even say, Guys, can I have this mango? This nigga owes me five minutes, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: um, what was I saying? Oh, so I really enjoyed mm. my youth, and I continue to enjoy my life every day. Um, so, no, drugs, drinking, again, you know, I was never really someone that did drugs. And as far as drinking, I didn't start drinking till I was about 36 as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of new to drinking. I was always the one that if we went out to dinner and everybody's ordering martinis and amaretto sours and you know whatever else, I was always the one that ordered the coke. Mm-hmm. I was always the designated driver and it was because <clears throat> I was raised, you know, something that's not even true. It's not that I was raised this way. It's that for some reason in my own mind um, it was always very important for me to have control right. of myself. Um, yeah, and it's not because it was put on me by my parents. I don't we actually never really had conversations about drinking and, you know, weed or anything like that. but I, think that I put that on myself and maybe it has to do with me being like very type A personality and liking things to be a certain way. And if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, the best that I can possibly do it. And maybe it ties into, you know, my OCD. And I guess maybe another component of that is having a lot of Mm -hmm. self-control. So that was really the reason why I didn't drink. And when I did have friends that were smoking weed, I never wanted to partake in that. Um, but it wasn't at the sacrifice of having fun. I had just as much fun, if not more, than all of my friends when we went out and did things. So no, I have no regrets. But when it comes to raising my daughter and this is where I hey, guess maybe it gets interesting. No, I'm really just talking about my daughter mm-hmm. because boys and you girls You have three daughters. I'm talking about the daughter that it pertains to now because she's 18 and going to college. And um, truthfully, you know, we have to figure this parenting thing out as we go. Nobody has all of the answers. And parenting is a lot of trial and error. There's no instructions to it. So if it doesn't work for Madison, then I won't do the same thing (laughs) with London or Brooklyn. But I'm going to go with my intuition and how I honestly feel with Madison I'm not necessarily going to encourage her to be like me per se, because you always say that when it comes to Madison, I have to watch, and Logan, I have to watch what I tell them because they read into what I say and what I do so deeply. Um, Like for instance, Logan is shopping for a car right now and Rashawn tells me, Any opinions that you have about whatever car you like for him or that you dislike for him, keep it to yourself. Let him make his own decision. Let him Mm -hmm. be true to his own opinion because if you tell him what you like or dislike, it's going to influence him and he's probably going to want whatever it is that you want for him. Um, With Madison, when it comes to any decisions, Rashawn always asks me, to pretty much keep my opinion to myself and see what they really, really want. Because they really do tap into And
0: hey, listen opinions. to mommy. Whatever they, mommy wants, yeah. that's what they usually go with. Me.
1: So when it comes to Madison, I'm going to have... And I've already started having these conversations with her. Um, I want her to enjoy her life.
0: What does that mean?
1: I want her to live a very full and abundant life life. What does that mean though? She ain't popping a thing for
0: a goon. What do you mean? No,
1: no, no, no. But I don't want her to live her life based on an ideal created by her mother. So I don't want her to look at me and say, okay, well, mommy has only been with one person. So that's what I want for myself. It can be, it, it could potentially be nice if that were the case, but there are, downsides to that as well, because mm-hmm. I had a good experience with it. Doesn't mean that someone else is in the same situation as me. Well, let's try that let
0: Let's put a lock and key on our vagina and make sure nobody else. Okay.
1: So we're not going to do that. Madison's 18 years old now.
0: Still my baby. and Still my little girl.
1: And if she were to fall in love with somebody and share that with them and then break up and then eight months later, meet someone else and fall in love with that person and decide to share herself with that person. I just don't want her to operate based on, like I said before, ideals or based on other people's judgments. What I want for her is to make her own decisions based on how she feels and how she feels would be coming from a solid place because she's an intelligent person mature girl. She thinks things through. So if her feelings take her in one direction, then that's fine. Like I said, if that doesn't work out and then she goes into another direction, that's fine. I just want her to be very thoughtful and careful with her decisions, but whatever they wind up being, that's fine with me. And if it means that she's going to have multiple partners by the time she's 30 or whatever, as long as those decisions were made with care and intention, then that's fine with me. If she wants to drink when she is of age at 21, as long as she does that carefully and responsibly then that is fine with me. Because I know that we are raising responsible children. Now, if my kid was a dumbass, I probably wouldn't have the same mm-hmm. opinion. But with her, that's how I feel. Um, the word drugs, you know, it's crazy. Like when you said drugs earlier, it sounds crazy because you know I What'd still have- What you about cocaine and crack? Well, no, I just have it embedded in my mind. Like from when, when you're a kid, like say no to drugs. I don't really recall thinking that that meant say no to weed. That meant like say no to crack, crack. cocaine, heroin. Ecstasy. Ecstasy, Uh shrooms, Uh acid. Uh Um, Did I say heroin? Yeah, you said heroin. What's the other thing? Uh, Molly. Molly. No, what's the other thing that they've been... They're trafficking like up and Howard? down. I said, that's the third heroin. Heroin oh. must be really bad. No. No. Um, no uh, the thing that when people get addicted to, no, that they when they get addicted to, it's like super bad.
0: Bath salts, codeine. Bath no salts. I don't know.
1: Forget it. Never mind. It, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, I I always thought like the harder drugs like that- wasn't really thinking weed. So obviously those drugs, that's a hard no. Like that's a hard, Mm -hmm. hard no. But if she gets to a point and she wants to smoke weed legally, then that's okay too. Because I do remember when I was younger looking at girls that smoked weed, like, you smoke weed? Mm -hmm. Like, oh. Like I remember kind of being a little like thrown off by that. But I want to raise children that live life, that have fun and enjoy themselves and look back with no regrets. Um, But like I said before, do so responsibly. How do you feel about that?
0: Um, I... I mean, I, I trust my daughter. I mean, I, I know she's a, a great person. Because that's what it boils
1: down to, right? I know she's the very trust. smart.
0: Yeah, I know she's very smart. And I absolutely positively have all trust in her. Yeah. I sit there and joke and I, and I say other things, <clears throat> but I, I really trust her. I mean, she's a, a really good girl. She's a daddy's girl. And she knows no matter what happens in life, daddy has her back, you know? Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily have to worry. Um, like you said, if she was a dumbass... Or if she was somebody that I thought was a wild child, then it'd be a different situation. It'd be
1: a totally different situation. But
0: because I know Madison and she's so close to my heart and so close to me and you, I don't necessarily have to worry. So I'm not concerned with that.
1: You know what it is? I just, I don't like boxes, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: I love boxes.
1: (laughs) That was me. (laughs)
0: I should have thought before I I like back boxes. I like front boxes. (laughs) All right, stop it. All right, sorry.
1: Um, I don't like boxes. I don't like the idea of putting people in boxes and to say, you know, in order to be a good person or to be, you know, a good member of society or to be an appropriate woman or To be a worthy female, you need to do these things. You need Mm -hmm. to adhere to these rules. I like the idea of, you know, girls kind of being imperfect and, you know, being who and what they want to be without judgment from other people. Absolutely. So that's how I feel about that.
0: I agree. And I I think it's also who who you have around you. And I think the people that we have around our family are good people. Mm -hmm. Good women, uh, good role models, good influences. Good examples. Whether it's you or Irma or Ben or Delia or whoever else is around. I just think they're good people and positive role models around your family and your kids. And I think that should be for men and women or, you know, both your girls or your boys. You know, you need those positive influences.
1: And And we've taught them well. Absolutely. Like we talk. For our kids at nauseum, I mean, they know a lot. They know a lot, so they may not have experienced a lot of things firsthand, but they have secondhand experience Absolutely. because we tell them all of our business. You know? Absolutely. So
0: now let's get to the email of the week. Now I know what's up with Ben's. Ben's usually had the index cards that said the Casey crew. Ben's is getting lazy on this. This what
1: time. happens when you get too comfortable.
0: Ben's a- <laughs> We gotta dock Benz.
1: I mean, where's the beautiful index card with the Man. Casey Crew on the vet? It's in the attic. She said it's in the attic.
0: That's dope. Yep. Yeah, I dope. have
1: had Benz in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> we were legit there from what time, Benz? What time did we start? Oh, what? She said she want to talk about it. <laughs> from like maybe, maybe 11 a.m. to 7 a.m.
0: And I seen y'all the crazy asses on the camera. Morning. To All I 7 AM. do is just watch y'all on the camera to see if y'all working.
1: It got to a point that at one o'clock, Ben's was like, "I don't got nothing else in me, but I'll go downstairs and wait in the car <laughs> until you're ready." Ben stepped in the car at like so six a.m. She went in the car and watched um, All American, the new season of All American on Netflix, and then took a nap well, and left me in the attic. But she like kind of kept me company, even though. She was in the driveway because at least this way I wasn't in the house all by myself.
0: Absolutely. Well, shout out to Ben's. We still don't got no damn index cards. But anyway, <laughs> let's get to the email of the week. Hey, Gear and Envy. I love you guys and admire your parenting style. So I hope you can help me with this issue. So here it goes. My son is 13. We recently moved to a new neighborhood. We lived in our last house since he was in pre-K. So he pretty much knew everyone there. It's kind of like our situation. where We moving. moving. So us picking up and moving, I knew it would be different. But he is such an outgoing kid. I knew he would make friends in no time, and he did. Our first two weeks in a new house, he already had boys knocking at the door to play basketball. One day, we went on a little lunch date together, and I asked him how does he feel with his new friends, and how does his new friends treat him? He instantly put his head down and looked like he wanted to cry. He said he didn't want to talk about it, and I let it go. Then one day, he comes home from playing basketball and stops upstairs with his head down. I went upstairs. He was crying, saying his boys keep trying to fight him. My son called a foul on the boy while playing, and the boy told him, nah, it ain't no foul. And said, if you want to call a foul on me, fight me for it. And today, he tells me the boy threw the basketball at his head. This was the last straw for me. I told my son he cannot let anyone disrespect him, and he's got to stand up for himself. And I by no means ever condone someone putting their hands on another person. But at this point, I told my son, he will only stop if you put your hands on that boy. And my son said, nope, that's not going to happen. I will not fight him. I will just walk away. I'm glad he at least isn't afraid to keep going to the basketball court, knowing this boy may be there. It's so bad now that when he's playing, I will drive by and watch a kind of stalk him from afar. Mm -hmm. Laugh out loud. Don't judge me.
1: No, that's excellent, actually.
0: Yep. But my son won't fight him. But if I witness anything, I will fight this boy. My fiancee tells me to let it go. And when he's tired of getting picked on, he will defend himself. He says, I just baby my son. And that's why he doesn't know what to do. I don't want to be a Karen and go and involve parents because I feel that will make my son get bullied more. And I don't want him to be the kid that told his mama. But I have no idea what to do at this point. Any advice will help, Sorry for the long email envy.
1: I actually really like that email because in her own thoughts, she went through different scenarios mm-hmm. and why certain things could be good and why certain things might end badly for her son. Like she's, she put everything on a scale herself. What do you think? Hmm. Being the father of a teenage son, how would you handle it?
0: See, now this is a good one because we have two kids, right? Two boys. And I would handle it differently for each boy. right? Okay. Um, Excuse my French Logan. i will tell him to go fuck that little kid up. And Logan would. Okay. Right or wrong?
1: That you would tell him that or that Logan actually
0: would? All of the above. Right. Logan would. Jackson? Jackson's only six. Jackson's only six, right? So you can't... But Jackson is, is he's a nice, very nice, sensitive, fun-loving, sweet. sweet boy, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see somebody trying to pick on Jackson. Not necessarily Logan. Lo- he's
1: six. Logan was nice and sweet. No. Not as sweet as Jackson. But Logan was still tough at six. Yes, yeah, Logan okay, was tough at okay. six. Okay, okay. But he was nice and sweet, but still had
0: edge. Right. Like, right? Yeah, right. But Logan would listen, and he wasn't afraid to listen. Like I, I remember basketball games where a kid might be fouling Logan too much, or... He's playing a sport, and the kid was, I, I felt, picking on Logan too much. And if I told Logan, Logan, if he puts his hands on you again, you throw that kid to the floor.
1: It was at Downtown Sports, that game, with the kid kept, elbowing. it was the elbow, so right? Kid, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so kid yeah. kept
0: elbowing Logan, and it would hit Logan in the face. And um, the ref wasn't calling a foul. But the kid was doing it to all the kids, and that, you could tell, was his his mechanism to score. And um, I told Logan, I said, yo, if he elbows you in, in the head again... You, you throw his ass on the floor. Like, if the refs don't want to call a out, fuck it. And Logan, Logan was that kid that would listen. There was no problem. So when the kid did it, Logan threw his ass on the floor. And then what happened? Um, I ran on the court.
1: Yeah, I, I was wondering, was that the same, ga- same game that you went out on the court?
0: Yeah, the same game I ran on the court. What yeah. happened? Uh, I remember the kid threw an elbow. And Logan tossed the kid on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And the kid got up to fight Logan. The and, ref. And then the ref got up. And jumped up, I guess, to do something. And then I jumped up. And then I was on the court with the ref. And, and you were through. like,
1: yeah, he been doing this shit all game. Goddamn right.
0: Oh, I was yeah. um, quoting so,
1: exactly what he said. So
0: for Logan, I would tell Logan but, that. Yeah. Um, Logan's just, Logan was just a rough kid. He was always been a rough. He wrestled. He did karate. He did football. So he was always a rough kid. And he didn't necessarily want to fight. But I taught him how to protect himself if he ever got pushed to that limit um he's always been good for good at standing up for himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. jackson if i was having the issue with jackson the same thing jackson is a kid he's rough but he's rough in a playful way meaning like if jackson wrestles with somebody or he was wrestling with the camera guy earlier he plays and he'll kick and he'll jump and he'll jump off the couch and elbow you but it's fun he's not doing it to hurt you right logan at that age he was going to do that to hurt you because that's what i told him to do um, so I would tell Jackson, I would kind of be like you, if that was the incident, if that was the case, we moved into a new neighborhood. Um, and I kind of would stay around the park so I can see it for myself and catch it for myself.
1: I love that. I love that. She said that in the email. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's what my dad did. Um, cause I had an incident like that when I was growing up as a kid where somebody was picking on me and, um, I knew I was going to have to fight this kid and I wasn't a fighter at that age. How old were you? I don't know. It might've been seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Seventh or eighth grade. Um, and I wasn't a fighter, maybe sixth grade and the kid was being aggressive and picking on me. And I knew I was going to have to fight him and I was scared to fight him because I haven't, I had at that time, I hadn't really gotten to a real fight. You know, there's always the push, you push me back, push you back, push me. I wish you would, I wish you would. But this one, I knew that I was going to have to hit this kid. And uh, my dad came to the park every day. I don't know if he missed work or if he on his lunch break. He came out there, but he came. And then uh, one day when he was there, uh, me and the kid got into a fight. Uh, I lost, but I fought back and I never had an incident with that kid again. Um, but I would do the same for Jackson. I would make sure I was there. And if my kid really didn't want to fight, when I seen the kid throw the basketball or I seen the kid do anything funny to my son, that's when I would step up and say something um that way it wouldn't seem like he he told it would be like oh I was happening I was here and I just happened to see it um and if that happened I would mm, this is gonna be a tough one this is just me and I'm not saying that you have to do this thing I would threaten the kid in a way that he knows it's not a cool threat like for instance right I remember uh, being in school and somebody picking on me and my friend. And he had a Jamaican cousin. And when a Jamaican cousin came up, he came up with a, with a trench coat. Wait, who
1: had the Jamaican?
0: My oh. friend had a Jamaican cousin. Okay. His name was Michael. Um,
1: Your friend or the cousin?
0: My friend, his name was Michael. But oh, he Michael. Bought a, yeah, he brought a Jamaican cousin. And the Jamaican cousin, when he came, he, he was so rah-rah that it scared the shit out of everybody. And everybody was just like, nah, I ain't fucking with them because he got a cousin that's Jamaican with a trench coat in the summer. He probably got a gun under it. But he was just, <laughs> blood, 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 Like he was saying all the time. But nobody understood what he said. How old was the cousin? I don't remember. He was, just, he was just older with dreads. Okay. And going back to the situation, I would wait till I see it myself. And then when I see it, I would go on that court and I would, I would embarrass that kid in front of everybody. Right? Just on some... But not on, like, excuse me, uh, excuse me, young boy, come here for a second. It can't be that. It got to be on some old, yo, I seen you throw the ball. If you throw the ball at my fucking son again, I'm going to fuck you up. So
1: that's not a good idea. Let me,
0: no, 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 you can say your side. I'm going to tell your side. And I would say in front of everybody in, at the parking lot, I would say to everybody at the, the playground. And then I would say something like this if you have a fucking problem, tell your mother and I'll fuck her up too. So what you want to do? Don't throw the ball at my fucking son again. And you know what's gonna happen? Everybody really in that basketball court's gonna be like this. Then you be like, you can continue playing, and then you leave, and then you stand by the side of the fence and you watch them play. Uh, that's what I would do. That's me.
1: But do you think that that's good advice?
0: Yeah, yeah. She has a kid that doesn't want to fight, that does nothing well. Sweet yeah, kid, just wants to play basketball. But you
1: can't go around threatening.
0: What? Kids. kids can't go around threatening my my son. Especially if my son is not doing anything, obviously he's picking on the kids because he's seeing something at home that he's picking on them. No, fuck that. You want to pick on my kid? Kids are, right now are doing all types of crazy stuff because they're getting bullied, they're killing themselves. No, fuck that. You threaten my kid, you bully my son. No. And especially if my son says he doesn't want to fight back, nah, I'm going to scare the shit out of you. Like, and then just imagine i can i can imagine about 13 years old if somebody says i'm gonna fuck you up and then fuck your mother up i'd be like you know what maybe i'm gonna leave this kid alone you got it you got it maybe
1: well i think that's crazy okay so i don't think that you can go around um threatening kids and threatening their parents <laughs> um i tell me if you remember i've actually had a lot of experience in this realm um I've been in the same situation or a very similar situation Mm -hmm. as her son, and I've experienced it as a parent with our son. So Logan, as you all know, plays football. Do you remember the scenario? Okay. How long ago was this? Logan is 16. This had to be, maybe he was 11. Mm Mm-hmm. 12 but he plays football and there was a kid on his team that kept messing with him and am i ringing any bells not yet okay that kept messing with him saying crazy things to him on a regular basis and maybe this will spark your memory One of the things he said to him, well, he said some things to Logan about you. And then what he said about me was, and that's why your mom has fake tits.
0: Okay. I remember now.
1: My boobs aren't fake. (laughs) But he said, that's why your mom has fake tits. And then he said, uh, again, some things about you. It doesn't matter what. And um, that was just like the tip of the iceberg uh every day was like a different set of insults and rashawn is not rashawn um logan is very calm cool and collected it takes a lot to ruffle Logan's feathers. Um, and he was, you know, he'll come home and tell us, you know, what the new insult was, and mm-hmm. we were telling him how to deal with it and you know what he should say in response. And at first, as parents, you want to handle things responsibly, like the quote unquote right way. That just wasn't working with this kid, you know. So we told Logan, you know, well, let's fight fire with fire. He goes at you, go at him. See how he handles that, you know? So it was one day, Logan went at him crazy. And it was a whole big ordeal. The kids' feelings were very hurt. We'll leave it at that.
0: Now mind you, when I tell my son to go in, I tell him to go in. I remember this now. Now you remember. I remember this.
1: Um, so the coaches reached out. The because- principal. No, 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 no principal. That might've been a different situation. No, the coaches reached out and told me about what Logan Said. said to him. And I basically said, and you're telling me this because, because obviously you guys are aware of the daily attacks that Logan has been enduring from this kid, but I didn't get a phone call then. I get a phone call now when Logan retaliates verbally and the kid was one of the like assistant coaches, sons, or mm-hmm. well, he was like, was he an assistant coach or like, a? he was always with the coaches. I don't know if he was technically an assistant coach, but he was at every practice and he was always with the coaches. So I felt as though that son was getting preferential treatment. Mm-hmm. So, I pretty much told them that as long as Logan has to endure this, this is how Logan's going to retaliate. And God forbid that kid put his hands on Logan because the kid was bigger than Logan, but I told him- He was a grade
0: older than Logan.
1: Yeah. I said, God forbid he puts his hands on Logan. That's all I'm going to say. You guys don't want to see that happen. The situation persisted and it got to a point where I was just like, "Mm mm-mm. So what happened? We show up for a game. Ah, that's what happened. We showed up for a game. I pulled up in the parking lot.
0: I wasn't there. Now, remember this. The same, I just told you what to do, lady. Now, listen to this. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I remember this. I wasn't, I wasn't at this game.
1: Uh, I pulled up to the game. I'm in the parking lot. I see the kid crossing the parking lot. I rolled down my window and I said to him, I said, Hey, come here. So he turns around. You can see scared look all over his face, walks over to the car. I'm like, listen, you've been messing with Logan every day for the past three weeks. It's not a good idea. If you continue to mess with him, I'm going to let the leash off of him. That's all I'm going to tell you. You can go tell your father. So he was like, I was like, yeah, go run, go tell your father. So now I'm hanging out. I'm with other moms and whatnot. And then we go to the snack shack and one of the women who volunteer at the snack shack, she's also a mom and she's also a friend of mine. She tells me, Hey, I heard that someone was looking for you, the kid's father. And he was mad. I said, oh, you didn't tell him where to find me. <laughs> she said, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, when you see him, tell him where to find me. I said, as a matter of fact, don't worry. I'm going to go find him. So now practice, pregame
0: practice and is going me. on. Let me just explain a couple things about Gia. Gia's not scared of anybody. She don't care how big you are. She don't back down from nothing. Like she carries a big stick in a back. She does not back down. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: So practice is going. I walk out onto the field in the middle of practice. I'm talking about boys throwing, tackling, like everything. So I see him. So I walked up to him and I'm like, I heard you were looking for me. He was like, um, I said, yeah, you know, the girls in the snack shack told me that you were looking for me. Cause right now the look on your face isn't telling me that you were looking for me. And she was like, he was like, no, um, you know so-and-so told me that, you know, you had a couple of words with him. I said, yes, I had more than a couple of words with him. Did, you, did he tell you what I said? He said, yeah, he, he said that, you know, you're going to let the leash off of Logan. I said, and I meant every word of it. If your son continues to pick on Logan because he's older and he feels as though he's bigger, I am going to get to a point where I'm going to tell Logan to stop Reserving himself, and it's going to end very badly. So, I'm letting you know ahead of time before it gets bad because it will get very, very Bad. And I don't need any phone calls from any coaches. I don't need any phone calls from a school because you and I, as adults, as parents of these two young boys are having this civil conversation right now. So we can nip it in the bud now, or you can prove that you are, that you're a parent that does, doesn't have control of his son. And it can end, like I said before, badly. And he was like, Oh, but so and so told me that Logan said X, Y, and Z to him. I said, Did your son tell you what he said to Logan? He said, Oh, he said that it was just like, you know, boys going back and forth. I said, Oh, he didn't tell you that um he said that like Logan's mom's boobs were fake and X, Y, and Z about my husband, and X, Y, and Z about Logan, and this about this, and this about that. He didn't share all that with you? He was like, I said, Yeah. You have to consider that you're dealing with your child. Logan came back and told me everything that he said to your son. I'm sure that your son did not do the same courtesy. So why don't you get your information from the coaches, get your information from some of the other boys, and then compare the notes between what they say to you and what your son said to you. And then maybe somewhere in there, you'll find the truth, but you need to handle that. We didn't have any more problems after that situation, but I've been in that situation um, so I can relate to how she feels as a mother. And I was in a very similar situation when I was about the same age, like maybe 12 or 13, but I don't really think it's the right time to tell that story now because it is a long kind of involved story. But I will say what I learned from my experience at the same age is that When people view you as weak, they may tend to take advantage of you and to push your limits to see exactly where you stand. And it's sad. It's a shame. Sometimes a person, whether they're reluctant or not, may have to step up to the plate and prove themselves and prove that you're not weak or You're not a pushover, and sometimes when you're able to stand up for yourself, people respect that. Mm -hmm. People, kids especially, tend to respect that, and then maybe back off and let you live. You know what I mean? Um, No, I'll 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 talk about it on another podcast, but because it was something, it was it was. A major, major, major um, mm-hmm. occurrence for me, and it's a major memory, and I learned a lot just about my little life at the time, and it had, you know, the things that I learned carried through, you know, for the rest of my life, but again, we'll save it for another podcast.
0: So, what do you, what do you tell her? What do you tell her in a little? I'll tell her what I think she should do.
1: I think that, I think that she has to explain- to her son, what this boy's mindset is. He views you as less than him. He views you as weak. And as long as I believe her son is submissive and just turns around and walks away, it's almost like an invitation for not just that boy to take advantage of him or to bully him, but for other boys to do the same, because now you're—that's kind of how you're um, uh, non-verbally telling people who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he is weak; it is more likely that he's just passive and doesn't want the drama. Drama, so he responsibly removes himself from the situation, which is a mature way to handle it. But unfortunately, the mature way of handling things isn't always the most successful way of handling things. Like I've, we've talked about that in our relationship. You know, we sit here and talk about different things on the podcast and I'll say very honestly, you know, like I know that my action towards you is the wrong action, but sometimes I feel as though, even though it's the wrong action, it's the only action that is going to get us to a point of success where maybe that maybe that bad action is the only action that you understand. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't want to be encouraging bad things, um, but I do feel as though either the boy, her son, needs to remove himself from that group of kids and that situation completely so he doesn't encounter that anymore. Or if he chooses to be in that situation, he has to meet the problem head on and stand up for himself. And I think that we need to do that as people in any situation that Mm -hmm. we're in, you know, we have to stand our ground, we have to speak our mind and we have to believe in ourselves. And that doesn't mean that I think that, you know, he can beat the other boy up or vice versa, but he has to let the other boy know like, I'm not the one. And if that leads to a physical altercation, it may lead to a physical altercation would you want that to happen? Of course not. Because if he loses a tooth or two Mm -hmm. in hindsight, would you say that was a good decision? Probably not. Um, I think the best thing would be to remove himself from the situation. But if there, if these are classmates, Mm -hmm. he might not be able to remove himself from the situation. She doesn't want to go to the parents because that makes her son Look soft, right? You know, you don't want to go to the school because it's the same thing. Um, so, with everything taken into consideration, uh, you know, and I don't want to say that I don't even want to use the word advice because I can't advise somebody someone to do something bad. What I will say if it were my son, I would tell him, Stick up for yourself and then it goes where it goes. Okay. that That's, that's what I would tell my son. Well, you you stick have, up for yourself and whatever happens, happens. You might lose. You, you might end up on the pavement, but at least, you know, you can look yourself in the mirror knowing that you didn't just let someone walk all over you. Well, Either you have, that or don't be in the situation. Those are the only two choices for me.
0: Well, you have two options. You have that option or mine. Good luck. And please let us know how it goes.
1: But I do love, I do love that you go every single day and watch them play basketball or whatever. Watch. So if anything does get out of control, you are right there. And she said her husband. Her fiance. Her fiance. Or better yet, if you can, have your fiance go. Mm -hmm. Or even have him go and sit on the bleachers and watch them play like, yeah, like I'm here, like who want what type Mm -hmm. situation. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I'm here. Or I do like what you said. Um, Maybe the fiance could go, you know what? I actually have, I actually have a better idea. What about the fiance go? Cause it's different. I think it's better if a man go because you're dealing with young
0: boys, teenagers. The the fiance said it. You know, he'll learn how to handle himself. So the fiance that might not be his son, so he might not take to it as the mother does. The father
1: or the fiance, and if he's her fiance, then he needs to take to it like the mother does.
0: He might not feel the same way. The mother might feel differently.
1: Well, this is what I think. I Mm -hmm. think that either her son's father Mm -hmm. or her fiance can go and be like. Come, let's have a conversation. What's the problem? You threaten my son, you threw a basketball at his head. Like, I don't wanna have to take this to your parents, I don't wanna have to take this to the school. But if you do this again, there's gonna be a problem. You're not just gonna have a problem with him, you're gonna have a problem with me. And if you have an issue with it, here's my number, tell your parents to call me. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't look soft to me. Mm-hmm. As much as, oh, you have to call your mommy. Do you know what I mean? What do you think?
0: I think the mom should go there and threaten the boy, like I said. Okay. Can you get off of your
1: advice? Let's talk about what I'm thinking. I mean, you asked me what I think. No, I but do you, you, you don't like the, no, I a think,
0: male doing it? I, don't think it? I don't think it matters if it's male or female. I, I think if, if it's a female, it's even worse. Why? I mean, because I don't think most moms would do that to another boy. So the fact that you say, look, I'm going to fuck you up if you fuck my son again, I think that's clear. Yeah, and no, I disagree
1: because I do feel like it could be like, oh, you have to go, You have to get your mommy to come and save you. You have to tell your mommy, like if it's your dad or your mom's boyfriend or your mom's fiance, it's more testosterone. Like we're all boys here. Like what's the problem? Mm. What's the problem?
0: No, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it matters i think the mom is more passionate about it so i think the mom, it will come more from the heart when the well, mom, what
1: about his his father
0: The father said let him struggle on his own he said when but he
1: that was he, the
0: fiance the fiance I, I mean i don't know if the fiance is the father but i oh. mean the fiance said hey look homie will get it together when he gets when he gets beat up enough you know
1: he said homie will get homie
0: will yeah homie will defend himself after he gets beat up a little more.
1: Okay. Well, I would think that the first option would be the fiance. And then if not, then the mom. But I think to pull the two boys aside and Mm -hmm. then have a conversation with them and then see where it goes from there.
0: All right. So now you have two options. You can go with gear or you can go with me. I say, look, bust that kid's ass, curse him out. He'll never do it again.
1: And clearly I don't agree. So she
0: threatened the kid. She just told you she threatened the kid. So.
1: No, I didn't threaten the kid. I told the kid, as I told the father, that if you, you child, if you continue your behavior, this is going to be the result. And I told That's the father threat. the same thing. No, that is not a threat. I'm gonna let you know how they say off. the difference between a, thre- a threat and a promise? I'm just letting you know. In case you don't know my son, if you continue down this path this is where you're going to end up okay. and I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to let the kid go because now you have been warned. And at this point it is your choice to go down that path. Okay. That's not a threat. I'm yeah. not saying, okay, well, if you do this, then I'm going to do that. And, I definitely didn't put myself in the threatening position. The kid that's being bullied is going to retaliate, not the mom. You're talking about, well, just go ahead and threaten the kid and threaten the mom so that you can have a mom knocking at your door or the school calling you. Hey. You're looking like the crazy parent. You're the new person in town looking like you're a troublemaker and don't know how to parent or handle a situation or go to the authorities or act responsibly. That's what that presents. Well, That's a completely different thing.
0: Well, make a thramus, all right? A what? A thramus. That's a threat <laughs> promise. Put it all together. Make a threat and a promise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ MV, And
1: I am Dia Casey.
0: And I thramus. we'll be back. And that was another edition of the Casey <laughs> Crew.
1: Toodles.